Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome once again to the Rich and Jer Russell Chat. I'm your host, Jerry, and you can call me the Jer. And we have Rich. What up? The Jerry. Riz here as my other host. There is no co-host. There is no host. There is host and other host. I <laughs> uh, decided to uh, kick things off this weekend as it's come to our attention that I haven't kicked things off. Any weekend. <laughs> so, with all that out of the way, what is up? Danny Ryan got the shit beat out of him. That's what's up. Did you see that shit? Of course I saw it. Fuck, <laughs> man. Dude, that, like, a lot of people are comparing that to the Mick Foley beat down from... Oh, Rock. the, uh, I Quit match? Yeah. With the, with the unprotected chair shots and stuff? <sighs> yeah. I thought about that, too. But it wasn't... As bad, I think, uh, that the Rock Mankind fight was a little bit tougher. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a, more it was a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think, I thought it was great. I mean, not, not that I wish bodily harm on anyone, but the, from the, from the beginning, I knew something was up. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm one of those guys. Oh, I knew, no, but I, I really didn't. Alright, correction. Once it happened, I was like, alright, here we go. Yeah. But when Steph decided to send out security and H is like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, oh, this, this isn't good. It could be falling apart. They're not working together. And all of a sudden it's like, you guys, hey, stop what you're doing. It's not like you're real cops. Yeah, you Mind you, <laughs> I texted you, I'm like, they don't even look like real cops. <laughs> That's true, sorry. You did text me that, that they didn't look like, cause they never look like real cops, cause they never are, except this time, they called them out, they're like, yo, they're not real cops, people. It, this is... Yeah, which I shit. thought was brilliant on their part. It was really which, cool. Which leads me to think that this is, this is even better. Like, I was thinking that we were back in the glory days of, like, the Attitude Era. I mean, not really the Attitude Era, but like, it's enough of it compared to what we've had in this uh, new age of wrestling, the PG yeah. era. Yeah, this is the closest thing to getting to whatever the hell rating used to be. Was it P- PG-13 then or something? Yeah. Uh, but, I, I mean, the dude was handcuffed. And he was just getting beat down. I mean, this guy's not a big guy. No. You know, uh, Triple H could probably beat him without handcuffs. But the fact that he he was bound is just shows, you know, the uh the downright ruthlessness of the game. Yeah, I think it really shows um what what this feud has uh come to as far as ha- just how pissed off Triple H has gotten with the whole with this whole situation. Um I mean, it, it's completely out of control at this point. He had fucking, what was it, a hundred something fans in the ring. Yeah. Last week. Mm-hmm. Unheard of. I, I think, um, I think it just shows, you know, that the authorities are afraid. They're not, not, not so much afraid of Daniel Bryan, but of what he represents. Exactly. Of, of uh, a new, uh, 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 this movement is this yes. Yes movement. Yes. He's making the motions yes. of yes. Yes. Um, yes. you know, it's, 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 it's insane. And after watching that, I just had to look back and I'm like, wait a second. Triple H might be the greatest heel of all time. Ever. Now, if you think mm-hmm. about it, think about where he came from. 
He started at WCW. Terrorizing. That's right. Terrorizing. <laughs> I saw the King of Kings uh, DVD nice. a while back. I, I saw, I read his book. I actually own the Triple H's Guide to a Better Body. I actually had it longer than you did, but <laughs> I didn't touch it for I like paid years. for it, damn it. But, yeah. It's your book. But, uh, it, the, if you follow his career, just, you don't even have to take my word for it. Just use a WWE network. Mm-hmm. And you should know too. I mean, yeah. I mean, the dude was, he started he terrorizing. Mm-hmm. He's the blue blood. Yeah. Freaking wrestling around and pig shit with <laughs> that Godwin guy. And, and oh. you know, he, he's like, he's the, 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 the commoner who would be king. And he did become king. He, he married the king's daughter. Yep. So That's now true. Triple H, he is the king of wrestling. Not in the fact that he's the king of wrestling ability. He, he, He's reached the mountaintop. Okay? This guy was one of the guys. He worked his ass off. Mm-hmm. And he's at the top. This big man, in his current state, he is no longer king. He's the god of this entertainment business. Mm-hmm. Okay? And Triple H is the king, ordained by God. It's biblical, man. Right here. True story. And to blow your mind, I don't know if you saw that report. Triple H actually makes more per year than Vince. Because Triple H technically gets two salaries. The COO salary or whatever whatever his actual title is, plus talent salary. So, would you say that Triple H makes more money than than God? God. Yes. I would say Triple H makes more money than God. Wrestling God. In this argument, it's true. Yeah. So... 100%. There you go. It's crazy. It's All crazy. Right. Just look where he's at right now. No one gets more heat than this guy. He made like $2.7 million. Oh, That's a lot of uh, t-shirts with iron crosses on them, man. Let me tell <laughs> it you. It is. It's a lot of uh, autographed sledgehammers. Yeah. I mean, it, it's amazing. It, it's like, all right, I, I, I compare Triple H right now mm-hmm. to the Mr. McMahon character. He's the Mr. McMahon character if he can kick the shit out of you. The Mr. McMahon character that can back it up in the ring. That's done it all. He's done everything. True. He's a European champion. Mm-hmm. He's an Intercontinental champion. Mm-hmm. Both times. Steve Austin. Uh, how many times world champion? Uh, did he do King of the Ring? I don't think he, he was ever supposed won. to win a King of the Ring, but then the click thing happened. Yeah, I don't think he ever actually won King of the um, Ring. But the DX, which mm-hmm. him and you know Michaels, I don't mm-hmm. really recall who was mainly responsible for it. Yeah, but like, dude, this incredible. He really has it's, done all, and it's 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 a really 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 good rehash of the old um, Austin McMahon storyline. It is. Danny Bryan is in the Steve Austin character. Obviously, he's uh, he's not the beer-swallowing guy that Austin is, but he's still the one, the main guy fighting the authority. Yeah, and he's sticking the finger up with the support of, like, yeah. mad He's using his index fingers instead of the middle fingers. That's yes. right. It, it, yes. He's doing it in yes. a, a child-friendly way. Yes. So, <laughs> which makes it even better, because kids get behind him, too. Yeah, and he's, he's really marketable. You know what would be cool? What? If they release, like, if he beca- ends up becoming champion, they release just the belt, but it has a beard on it. Yeah. That'd be just like his WWE title belt logo, it's just his 
belt with a beard under it. I think they're gonna put like a goat on, <laughs> like one of the plates is gonna be like a goat with like a beard, maybe. That'd be great. Yeah. And like, I guess a DB. Daniel Bryan. They could, they could get like, uh, sponsorships from fucking pen users and shit. Yeah, they, I mean, they could. I don't know if they That's would. my goat! Yeah, man. So Triple H is, he's really the king of kings. Yeah, well, you when know. When that music plays, it's true. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a reason. It's, dude's doing it. Oh, you know what else I noticed? What's that? You didn't notice on the wrestling poster for like WrestleMania, Triple H's design, like he looks, like the way he has his hands is just like an old school, like wrestling photo, like of the old time wrestlers. Like he looks like really old school. His trunks are even plain black. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember it. Yeah, that's yeah. They're definitely doing a little bit of a throwback thing. I wonder. I wonder if he's gonna change his uh, trunks. I mean, he hasn't changed shit, and so, except for his hair. Yeah, he hasn't changed anything about his intro. In, like, yeah, first I was thinking when he cut his hair. That his short hair would make him, like, less cool. But he's, like, ruthless. Like, he's scarier without it. Yeah. I think that's good. And Steph... (laughs) The way she was just, like, all up in Daniel Bride's face. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought she was going to start kicking his ass, too. Well, she slapped the shit out of him a little. Yeah. "Ah, Cat fight hit him. I wonder if a certain diva would uh, stand up. For uh, Daniel Bride with a little slap action. You know, that's two weeks in a row that you uh, mentioned Bree, basically. Coming out to help. Are you, are you, are you predicting that that's going to happen? I Come. might be. I might be. I think that might happen. Mania will have uh, a slap down on Steph by one Bree Bella. I mean, it's possible. Have, have both, have them both in the man's corners? Maybe. Because you know he's not going there by himself. He shouldn't. I think he should. I think he should be one on one. But I mean it's not gonna be. Um Do you think she's gonna win the belt? Bree? Mm-hmm. I'd like her to, but it doesn't look like they're going that way. Because they're pushing Nikki a lot more. They are, but I think it's only just to the titties. Yeah, her assets. <laughs> I think um I think the original uh plan was for uh which one of the which was what's the name of the Funkadactyl that can wrestle? Naomi. Naomi? Mm-hmm. I think the plan is to put it on Naomi. I'm not sure. Because I think it was before she got hurt. But they fast-tracked her back, it looks like. And now she's got the TLC eye patch thing going. <laughs> looking like Lisa Left Eye Lopez. I mean, I, it kind of works for her. It looks kind of cool. I yeah, think you got to all be dazzled. Yeah. I, I If you look at those two teams, I, I don't know if we got to that point. But, um, like, Bree is like the wrestler. Yeah. Out of Nikki and Bree. Mm-hmm. And out of those two girls, one of them's, you know, for sure, one of them's wrestling. Yeah. So that's, that's an interesting pairing. Like Daniel Ryan and John Cena. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. They're respective men. It's the same thing. The, the wrestler Bree is dating the wrestler Daniel Bryan and the showpiece Nikki, I'm not complaining about it at all, um, is, you know, dating the showpiece can't see me. It's funny you mentioned that. Um, you remember the uh, Bray Wyatt promo on John Cena? He's wearing the John Cena uh, wristband, and he's got the John Cena T-shirt on. Yeah, man, that was awesome. He's like how how he could be like him if he wanted to, mm-hmm. and uh, 
the best part of that was what he uh, called his, his girlfriend plastic. <laughs> and uh, I, I read somewhere on the internet that that was a big uh, that was a big point backstage that everybody popped for it. They liked it, <laughs> and uh, apparently, a uh, little insider information: he apologized to her before the promo before oh. he did it. That oh, that's nice. Funny. Yeah. That's cool. That's that's very professional. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I just you know like, lived in the business. Yeah. Before he was in the backwoods. But uh, do you remember? Like, speaking of which, do you remember going back to talking real stuff? Mm-hmm. How uh, Triple H basically shot straight at Batista and Randy Orton. Yeah, that that was great. The the work shoot they did. Oh, uh, I was talking about fucking movie stars coming in. Yeah, he's like, uh, you know what I'm sick of? I'm sick and tired of movie stars, mm. big movie stars coming back and telling me how to run my business. <laughs> and I'm also sick of guys with all the talent and ability who are too screwed up in the head <laughs> to do anything right. True story. That was great. Yeah. I mean, that that was, that was probably, um... Aside from anything Bray Wyatt has done, because every promo, every time Bray Wyatt has a microphone, it's fantastic. Um, but that's probably the best promo since, uh, the best work shoot, at least, since, uh, Punk. Yeah. Really miss. That was a moment of silence. Moment of silence. Because, uh, he's no longer with us. He's not. I mean, I don't want to talk about it, but... <laughs> He's not dead, he's just... He's, he's just resting? He, he's Phil now. He's Phil now. He's he's Phil. I guess it's good. I saw him on um, Talking Dead, mm. which is like... Uh, they give it after the TV show Walking Dead on AMC where they talk about the show. Mm. And this is the second time he was on it, but um, he looks better. Yeah, he, he looks like a human. Yeah, he lost those fucking Samsonite baggages under his eyes. Most, he's mostly. sleeping. He is uh, sleeping. He, he, like, he... Like, he looked like he had energy, a lot more energy than he's had well, when he was uh, still in the company. Yeah, I think it just shows that it was good for him. Yeah, because in addition to being on the road and everything, uh, there's a whole, the, the reason why he left was because she, like he wasn't getting used right, he was pissed off that uh, like Danny Bryan wasn't getting used right and shit. And that is just, that's mentally draining, it's mentally exhausting to um, to have this talent. And to know that other people around you have the talent, but aren't being used the way they should. And it, it's, it's being wasted. And when something bothers you like that, and you can't actually do anything about it, you lose sleep over it. Didn't someone tell him that you can't change things from your couch? That's what he's doing. I think he's, I think he's just, he's so burnt out that he, at minimum, I don't know, like, we, we don't have a crystal ball. We, we're not speculating. Yeah, we're speculating. But, like, I think at this point, he 100% believes that he's, he's not gonna be able to change anything. So he's, he feels he's flat out done. Mm. He doesn't have any plans right now to come back. Which is very unfortunate. You saw the, uh, shot that Triple H took it up? Yeah, eh, took your ball, go home. Eh. Threw everything he had at him. Mm-hmm. And you didn't take your ball, and you didn't go. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if that was the plan. Was that the plan for CM Punk? Was the plan for CM Punk to be at the bride spot right now? Was he supposed to get himself into the main event 
at WrestleMania by beating Triple H. No, I don't think so. But uh, but um, they it was definitely supposed to be Punk versus Triple H. Um, I think Daniel Bryan was uh, just uh, gonna earn his way in a different way. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know how because uh, that that all not all of that was released, but um, yeah, he he was gonna find his way in a different way. It's working out for Brian, I think. I mean, Brian really can't get any more over. I mean, like we, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, um, in Austin's heyday, where everybody was saying "what" and everyone's "hell yeah" and everything and all that shit. You still got people that were like, "eh." They were, they they weren't sold on him, but like they get these wide shots, of the arenas, and every pair of arms is going up saying yes, yes, or and they do it at freaking other venues, other yeah. places, not just wrestling. It's everywhere. I mean, it's simple. The words that yeah. are used, but when you combine yes mm-hmm. with the pointing up, mm-hmm. that is. The Daniel Bryan, yes. That's a different yes. Yeah. You can't confuse that with just yes. Yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't go. It's not like, it's not yeah. It's yes. Yes. I'm a little concerned for one Randall Orton. Yes, Mr. Two Strikes. Because this dude has been doing his best work. He's not the number one heel mm-hmm. because I think Triple H is. Mm-hmm. Ever. Yeah. But his match was great. Like his interaction what the fans like? I think someone said, like, "Ring the bell." He's like, "Ring the bell." It's no DQ. Ring the bell. Yeah, that was fantastic. straight up yelling at him. I thought he was gonna take the guy out of the audience and beat him up next because he's beating on Daniel Bryan. He's like, "This is gonna, this is you. I'm gonna do this to you." But you know, that's what he what he's been missing the past like few the past few weeks before then. Like that got me into the character again. Yeah, uh, like he's he's been boring. We call him Randy Borton. Yeah, Randy boring. boring. Yeah, for me to be like, wow, he's, this guy's yeah. he's doing something. Yeah, when when you get him pissed off, like if, when a fan gets him pissed off and he reacts, it's fantastic. It is because it's genuine. Yeah, he feels those emotions. Yeah. that's why he can't ever be a good guy. He has to stay that way. Yeah, and he's just so angry, and they don't use that. His his face runs was so boring. Yeah, it was so bad, bad, bad. I think they learned that lesson, though. I hope. I don't think he's keeping the belt. Yeah. I think it's a foregone conclusion that WrestleMania is going to be it. He's not going to hold on to it. So are you making a prediction? I'm going to make a prediction. All right, I'm going to make I'm make mine after you make yours good. My prediction is that Randy Orton is not going to be the champion. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going a step further. Oh. Brian's getting the belt. Okay. I said it here first. Episode four, I'm telling you. Right now, Danny Bryan is going home with the belt at Mania. Alright. He's gonna beat Triple H, and he's probably gonna pin Batista. He's not, I don't think he's gonna pin Randy. I don't know, man. I think he'll pin Randy. I think he'll pin Randy, because the next logical step is for Dave to go after the belt. There's gotta be a reason for him to be there. And, cause then, then it'll leave like, HE DIDN'T BEAT ME! You know. I'd like him to cover Orton because then it'll be like he pinned the champion, and yeah. the champion was involved in this in the decision. You don't think they want to protect Randy more? I think they should. I'm not sure they will. You know? Yeah. I mean, they've protected him long enough. When did he get the belt? Uh, it's a ladder match. TLC. Yeah, TLC. That was how long ago? Was that like October? 
It'll be six, it'll be like five and a half months. Long enough. Hmm. Long enough. Meanwhile, we're we're in a time where CM Punk had the title for like a mad long time. Four hundred thirty-four days. And I we, yeah, I think so. We didn't care. We we were great. We we were happy that he had it for that it's long. Fantastic. It could have kept going for all we cared. Yeah, that would have been awesome. But or it's like, oh, does he still does he still have it? <laughs> oh, he still plus there's two. Plus there's two of them. Yeah, he's got two. It's like, there's that belt, and yeah. oh, there's the other belt. I thought he left it. Like, he came <laughs> out, I'm like, all right. Did he just he, stacks him. Yeah, but I didn't think that. I'm like, did he leave the other belt in the shitter? Or, like, he up? should, like, wrap him. He should, like, uh... Yeah, the... the, the ends. Yeah, what was it called? The snap. He should, should snap him together. Make should make, a, like, a belt as tall as him. How long is he going to do this for? I don't know, I think, I, are, are they working on a new belt with the new logo? Is that what they're waiting for to change over? I don't know. I mean, I like the current belt. I'm sure, I know you do, but. I have it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a little too soon to bring out another belt. Like, it's not even a year we had this one, right? It's about to be soon. Yeah, a little after Mania, cause, uh, Dwayne. Unveiled. Debuted the other yeah. one. Dwayne. He's Hercules. Fucking movie stars. He's Hercules, man. So is John Morrison. Oh, John Morrison is Hercules in, uh, ironically, a Hercules movie that's actually coming out around the same time that, uh, Dwayne's Hercules movie's coming out. Really? Yeah. Are they gonna go head to head at the box office? Uh, well, maybe at the, like, straight to DVD box office. Like, hey, come on, John Morrison is Hercules, really? I believe it. The Prince of Parkour. The Shaman of Sexy. <laughs> Jomo. You know, um, I uh, actually sent out a tweet mm-hmm. about um, the fact that John Cena did not didn't even make an attempt to help out Daniel Bryan. Yeah, you know, the, the face of the company, more or Rather, you know, John Cena, who's the biggest face in the company, I should say. Yeah, but as hustle. Face of the Loyalty. Loyalty? Yeah. Loyalty. Where is that? I don't know. I asked, and I'm still waiting for a response. I'm waiting I'm waiting to hear a response. I, I wonder if it's because he was afraid. Was he afraid that the Wyatts were going to come out and, you know, because he was afraid? But here's the real truth. He's a company man. True story. John Cena's not going to stand against authority because he's with them. He's a puppet. He's a puppet. Think they'll use that? I think they should, because it's the truth. He's a company man. At some point, mm-hmm. he stopped being real. There was no more Chain Gang. Yeah. Chain Gang was the real. Chain Gang's gone. We were a gang. And then he went and said, alright, you guys can stay. But we're not the Chain Gang anymore. Mm-hmm. We're the C-Nation. So you either join the C Nation, or that's it. And you know what? The chain gang soldiers, ex-chain gang soldiers are the ones that you hear with their new battle cry. Cena sucks. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let the C Nation use Let's Go Cena. Okay? But us disgruntled chain gang soldiers, Cena sucks. Because he left us. Because he abandoned us. Where's your chain gang, Jane? It's in the closet. <laughs> Cena's in the closet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Which in the closet with my visor and my my program and my 
my thing around the neck that I put my ticket in. That um, thing, yeah. It's it's in there. Um, but I I don't know. I, I'm, maybe they'll use it later. May, maybe they won't use it. They probably won't. They probably won't because John Cena's like Superman. Yeah, he's... And the... you don't turn Superman bad until you need to sell comic books. And right now they're at a place where they don't need to peak interest, really. I mean, we have the network, which is... I love. I still yeah. love. Uh, I don't even care. I'll just tell you. <laughs> tell you how much I love. Network's awesome. The WWE Network, which you can now get a week's trial <laughs> if you haven't got it yet. So uh, I'd get on that. That ends soon, I heard. So I watched SmackDown early today. Supposed to last night, and they said like it ends soon. They're giving another week before okay. Mania to try. Okay, cool. I checked, I checked, I checked, I checked these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you wanted to talk about the shield, um, about the split, the potential split? Yeah, um, I don't have to tell you, because I said, I've said it for every week that we've been doing this, that the shield, the shield angle right now is my favorite. Like, the Danny Bryan angle is big, but the, the shield breakup, the potential breakup of the shield, um, I just, I enjoy following it. Um, I think these three guys, this is the first team in a long time where there's like, there doesn't seem to be a weak link. There's, there's no obvious Genetti. I don't think there is a Genetti of the no, three of them. These are, these are three Shawn Michaels on a, on a team. Yeah. Like, Reigns, Reigns and Rollins could probably work on the mic skill, skills a little bit, but they're all like better than Kofi already. Yeah. No, not that Kofi's bad. But they're already better than him, so it they're they're already good. They have a good work ethic. Um, they're good in the ring. Mm-hmm. They're great in doing like promos. Um, Ambrose is hysterical. Yeah, <laughs> those guys hooked up together. You know, they work together. Mm-hmm. Um, they travel together. They do so. That's why they put them together. Actually, when they were down in the minor leagues of wrestling, mm-hmm. um, they you know tight crew, and that's why they brought him up the way they did. Yeah. So, so I like the, um, if you, if you saw on Facebook, um, I really like the, um, this potential face turn that they're doing for them. Mm-hmm. Um, what I am curious of, and what I would find interesting is, if the face turn is going to be permanent, if they're actually all going to be faces now, because of the, the way the, what the authority did to them, with, with, uh, Kane and basically everybody beating down on them this past Friday on SmackDown. Or if the authority is just super heel now, and Shield is still heels, mm-hmm. so that that's going to be in, uh, interesting to follow. That's interesting that you say that. It's just to me, but also is interesting that that anything that was done towards the Shield, you never hear Stephanie McMahon or Triple H verbally say anything about it ever. Yeah, it's all. There key. was this letter. Uh, that Kane read. Yeah. And to me, it feels like it's just Kane using, you know, his position of power and, and falsely stating it's through the authority. So what do you think he's doing with that? I think he just wants to, you know, he wants them to do what he says. He wants to control them himself. I think um, this whole outlaws thing is silly. Completely. Um, I, they're not even the same league as the Shield. I don't consider them a credible threat to them. 
The only reason stuff went down the way it did on SmackDown was like three different tag teams beating on them. Yeah. Okay. And Kane coming in and choke slamming. Yeah. So it's not going to work. It's to me, it's not credible. It's not credible. The way it looks like it's going to be Kane and the Outlaws versus the Shield at Mania. It's just. Well, I actually I read online you probably they might bring up the Ascension. That would be, to team with Kane. That that would be a lot better. So maybe you're saying the Outlaws are like a stand-in? Yeah. They're, they're, we were talking before. The Outlaws to this version of the Authority. That's right. Is, is now what Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson were. Yeah. Vince McMahon back in the day. Yeah. They're, they're the suck-ups, they're the has-beens, they're the yes-men. They suck. They're sold. And Ascension debuting at Mania behind Kane would make sense. They keep the gimmick. Yeah. That would be great. I mean, I I think it, since um, NXT is, like, on the network every week now, and, it and like, everybody, I'm assuming a lot of people watch it or whatever, that they're going to keep the gimmicks when they come up. Because otherwise they'll be like, hey, he was doing something different. So, they yeah. keep it. Everybody watches NXT now. Yeah. They have a network, so I don't see why they would. And they should just use the history, like, to yeah. back everything up. I mean, now you don't have to, really, with the guys that are already there. It's okay that they're past, got ignored. Mm-hmm. Um, happens a lot. I The Shield thing would be cool if, like, I guess if they broke up, you would do, like, Roman Reigns would be, like, the breakout star. I mean, which is unfair to say because I like the wall. Yeah. But, like, he could stand by himself more. You could do, like... Like, Ambrose and Rollins can turn on him for whatever. Maybe, maybe they blame him for what's happening to them for some reason. Yeah, they could say, like, he has an ego about him. They could say that his success, where they failed, is what broke them up. Yeah, is what led to what's happening. Yeah. They could do that. Gave him a, they could say he gave him a swelled head and shit. Cause I would keep those two together at least. Well, it looks like, it looks like that might be the plan, cause, they tagged them on uh, SmackDown. Hmm. It was Ambrose and Rollins. Yeah, because they'll be a great tag team. They're always great in the ring anyway. Yeah. And Reigns needs to go out on his own. He's... I'm not going to say he's too big for the Shield. I'm just saying that he's got, like, mad potential, yo. He'll be, like, the next, you know, the Rock. He'll be the next Rock. So so he's, uh... I don't know, how would you equate that? He, he's the, the Ric Flair of the Horsemen. Whereas everyone else is great, we're, we're ignoring um, Steve McMichael and Jeff Jarrett, by the way. Mm. Uh, so he's the Ric Flair, and the other two are like Arn Anderson and um, Chris Benoit. See, I don't know about Ric Flair, because like, Ric Flair is more like Ambrose. Like, Ambrose is more the mouthpiece, I think. I'm talking about like the being being the big star. Uh, yeah, so you'd be like, like Shawn Michaels out of Bar Daddy, like, uh, yeah, but neither of them are Genetti. Yeah, that's true. There's no Genetti there. You know what? Yeah, he is the Ric Flair. Because mm-hmm. you'll hear from him for, for a very long time, as long as he continues. Like The Rock and Nation of Domination. Yeah. You know, kind of like that. Yeah, Farouk and uh, D'Lo Brown, Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. Kama Mustafa. Kama Mustafa, a.k.a. The Godfather. A.k.a. The Good Father. A.k.a. <laughs> Papa Shango. <laughs> Papa Shango. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what? That's true. The Samoan Thor. I yeah. think they should, I think he should, uh, steal the hammer. 
from uh, <laughs> Triple H, you should have a sledgehammer. If you get like a, a sawed-off sledgehammer, yeah, smaller, like, like it looks like a sledgehammer. Yeah, just like Thor. And I could even say... We just made that a thing, sawed-off sledgehammer. Roman Reigns with that sawed-off sledgehammer <laughs> again. Clearing house. Hashtag sawed-off sledgehammer. Yes. Hashtag sawed-off That's a thing now. Just made that. Yeah, it'll work. It will work. That'd be good for marketing for them. Yeah, it would be. Tell me, man. Obviously, they have to get royalty rights for, uh, quote-unquote Thor's hammer. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, it's, it's some Norse mythology. It's Roman's hammer. Roman's hammer. Could be the Roman hammer. Roman hammer. His finishing move is a spear. Yeah. And then the Superman punch is like the... The setup. The, the setup. The Superman punch is ridiculous. It, it's really good. And um, the Seth Rollins kick to the neck, to the back of the neck. Curveson. I love it. That's really good. That's like a vicious move. And yeah. And it fits the shield. And Reigns' um, kick from the outside. Yes. Yes. In the ropes. I love that. That's fucking impressive. Yeah, he, he gets height on that. Yeah, he does. Crazy. Yeah, he does. Yeah. A lot of height. All the height. He gets all the height and just drops it right on you. Yup. Yeah. What's Ambrose? Oh, Ambrose has that um, that front face lock DDT. I think he needs a new move. I think he needs something crazy to you match know, his crazy personality. You know, Ethan Carter used that same move in TNA. Really? Ethan Carter is uh, Derek Bateman. I don't know if you've... Yeah, you know you're the TNA expert, I guess, on the panel. Like, uh, you love TNA. I don't love TNA. You, you have a Dixie Carter wallpaper on your cell phone? No, I don't. <laughs> Do you have the TNA app? Is there a TNA app? I, don't, I think I don't think they can afford an app right now at this point. Well, they can afford the app. They they just wouldn't pay the wrestlers to have the app up. But um, <laughs> oh yeah. So Derek Bateman came into TNA and became. The nephew of Dixie Carter. And so, so their, um, their slogan is, because I'm a Carter and the world needs us. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's not bad. But he, oh. that move, he calls it the one percenter. Ha! They're not in the one percent. <laughs> no. If they were in the one percent, they'd be able to pay everyone. Well, Panda Energy, I, 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 as I understand it, who owns TNA, Dixie, Dixie's mom and dad, who own Pan Energy, bought her the fucking wrestling company. Nah, I guess wrestling companies are the new ponies for little girls. I got an idea. Why don't they let us do it? Let's just... <laughs> they If they would just give us, like, a week, I think we'd do better booking. I'm going to write our resumes right now. Yeah, you ready? write up. Write those resumes. I'm writing the resume. This okay. is what our resume will say. Okay. They have our names, which are not giving out full names on the air, but they'll say, we're not Vince Russo. <laughs> Done. Hired. We're good. All right, put that They'll in. They'll succeed. Yeah, man, because I think we... I don't know. You know what I'm going to do? You know what I might do? I'm not going to promise anything. <laughs> I might research and find out who's actually in that show, on that promotion, to see what I would do with these people. And this is from someone who doesn't know anything about the product. Sure, watch them. I just don't like them. I don't get it. But I will book them better. I'm going to write down a couple of things that they should do. I'll just make it up, and you just tell me. Yeah. That would be for next week. Remember I had that idea of uh, fantasy booking? Yeah, you did. Should do that. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. My list, which I'm still working on. I have to start one. So once I'm done with my TNA fix, yeah. I'll probably come up with something. You and I are the only ones who know what we're talking about. But I'll 
tell people about it now. Um, I had this idea for a contest. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but yeah, I guess if you want, you could start preparing. Uh, fantasy booking. You can take anyone, any current active superstar, even a part-timer like Undertaker or Dwayne, and you get like 40 or 50 guys, and you write a year's worth of angles. And I'm saying this because everyone says, even us, we're like, we criticize what they do, the way the way the writing's going. So we could write this better, we could write this better. Well, put your money where your mouth is. And what I, what my idea was, uh, if we get a bunch of submissions, well, Jared and I will review them in our spare time, and we will basically choose a winner, either based on which one we think would succeed more, which one we like better, or which one is closest to our own predictions. And we'll give you something. We haven't decided what yet. But, um... Probably like a cookie. Like, we send you a cookie. If, like a... Have someone bake a cookie? No, no. Like, like a Chips Ahoy cookie. Chips like, Ahoy. I will remove one Chips Ahoy cookie from <laughs> my Chips Ahoy cookie collection. Maybe. And we will ship that cookie to you, uh, in the mail. Nice. But not, like, special mail. Like, we'll put it in an envelope and we'll and wrap it in plastic. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and ship the cookie to you. <laughs> but uh that that's not really it. But if you do want the cookie instead, the cookie is <laughs> Yeah, we don't know straight from my collection. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what the prize is gonna be yet. I don't know when we're doing this yet, but um if you're interested, keep that in mind, you can start now, I don't care. You can either work from current angles or just start up completely anew. Um the only thing is if you if you're gonna have a champ in your roster uh, either, either make them keep the belt, like have them start out with the belt, if you're gonna start with current angles, or, you know, just have belts and give them away, give them people, and work it out. You know what I would do? Book it yourself. For example, you could do, like, say you don't care for the big E Langston as Intercontinental Champion. Hmm. You can run an injury angle, hmm. like, somebody attacked him, but no one knows who attacked him. He's out. He can't defend the belt. So then they give the Intercontinental title to Vacant, hmm. who happens to be a professional wrestler <laughs> that's always surrounded by Shadow. Mm-hmm. But um, you could do like a tournament. You could do the tournament for the IC belt mm-hmm. over a span of, you know, if you want, you could do just on Raw a couple of weeks. You know, maybe every day there'll be a different match. That'd be crazy. For, like, the Intercontinental title, just to make it, I think, legitimize it again. Because right now, I don't care about the Intercontinental title. I also don't care about the United States title. Which leads me to... Yeah, because they're not defending them. Yeah, just put them together. Just just do, like, that's it. But they went to all the, or I, I should say Cody, went to all the work of fighting to get the old belt back. He paid with his own money. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could, you don't... You don't have to even get rid of... You can keep the IC. Just get rid of the United States title. Like, just call it the Undisputed Intercontinental Championship or some weird shit like that. Sounds stupid. Yeah, just call the United Intercontinental <laughs> States Championship. <laughs> you could do, like... Well, the Intercontinental, including the United States. Oh, you don't even have to get rid of it. Just do like Wharton's doing. They'll carry around two belts, too. Why not? Sure. You, you, you keep... 
You keep selling the fucking replicas. Yeah. You know, and make money people, that way. Give people options. You know, yeah, some people don't like the other one. Mm-hmm. Some people like the white IC belt like I do. Some I don't people, like the white IC belt. I do. I like it because it reminds me of the old days. Yeah. HBK had it like that. But I really like the design of this U.S. title. It's not better than the Spinner United States title. Everything is better than the Spinner U.S. title. Oh, come on. It was so cool. It was the originator of spinning belts, man. I liked it at the time, but no. Why did Cena unveil that ugly-ass WWE spinning championship? I don't remember. It's a long time ago. I think it was... I think that belt was around for, like, seven years. Eight years? Too long. It was always around for too long. We were just waiting for a new one to come out. <laughs> yeah, I really like this one. The WWE. Their, their first, uh, what they call it, quote-unquote, 3D belt. Yeah. I like it. Did you watch um, NXT? Nope. No. You? Uh, there was a couple matches that I saw. I didn't get to see the whole thing because I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. It was late. Um, they did, there was a women's match, it was M, no, what's the boss of NXT, what's her name? She's in the BFFs. Um, um not Charlotte? Not Charlotte, but cool. the girl that was with her last time, that's not Summer Rae. Well, in any case, you all know who she is anyway, but, um, she was, she was having a match with this other chick. I forgot her name. You probably know her name. It's, um, she was on last week and like, she was being made fun of. She has like the pigtails and. Oh yeah, I like a bouncy personality. Like, it's it's a stupid angle. I like her though. I like her a lot. I think she's silly. Oh boy. And she's fun. I, I can't. A lot of fun. (laughs) I, I can't watch NXT. It's on Thursday nights. I got pool. If only it was on the WWE network, which you can access 24-7. From wherever you are, on all your devices, don't you have an Android-compatible phone? Yes. Do you need help installing it? Because I'm an expert. <laughs> Michael Cole taught me can, how can, to do it. Can I get those sexy stewardesses to tell me? There's a video. If you pull it up on the YouTube. The YouTube. It's really bugging me that I don't know this girl's, one, this girl's name. But why don't you uh, give us your opinion on... Um, let's see. If I can, we're going to have a random opinion quarter for Richie. I'm going to pick a random superstar, and he's going to go ahead and give us our thoughts on said superstar. All right, while you're picking, I'm going to drink. We're going to go with Jinder Mahal. (laughs) Don't hinder Jinder. Man, he actually was on um, SmackDown this week, which was nice to see. He was in a match. It was him and Drew. Um... In that four-way thing, but, um, I think they really dropped... The Bailey, ball. that's her name. Okay. And Bailey. I didn't even look it up yet. Okay. No, I, I was typing in NXT. I see. Anyway, um, I think they really dropped the ball with Jinder. Um, well, also, he dropped a lot of mass, I noticed. But probably because he's not in a big, major storyline anymore, but... Um, I think it's to help his music. I think if you have less, you could be a better whatever instrument. Then plays. It's the sitar. Ah, uh, the sitar requires. He plays the lead sitar, whereas yeah. Drew plays the lead guitar. Oh shit! Cool. That's great. Yeah, I, I listen to Michael Cole. So Jinder Mahal, do you think that he has potential to be the greatest jobber of all time? 
Ooh, greatest jobber of all time. Would he surpass the Brooklyn Brawler then? He's gonna need a lot of losses under his belt. Or, my boy, Barry Horowitz. Barry Horowitz. Love Barry Horowitz. What happened to him? I don't get, I think he, he went bankrupt after he got the, that new jacket with the giant hand on his back. Oh yeah. That's a lot of hand patting. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Greatest jobber of all time. Um, I think he certainly does have the potential. I think he's probably going to be surpassed in that by actually Heath Slater. Heath Slater. Heath Slater. Uh, another uh, product of Nexus, who's really living out his full potential. Yeah. Nexus. Remember them? You're either Nexus or you're or against, against us. What's up with that? Like, none of them do anything. Like, Barrett's bad news and Otonga's not even there. I think he's lawyer in somewhere. Skip Sheffield. Yeah. Who's <laughs> now Cryback. Yeah. With his weird tag team. With... Brokeback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brokeback with, uh, Curtis. Curtis Axel. Axel. I, I don't know. I can't think of he's anything. He's a disappointment. And then, uh, what he else? Just, he just needs to loosen up. And I think he'll come into his own. Because his dad had the super confidence. Mr. Perfect. Like, you looked at him, and, like, it didn't look like he was trying. He just looked super fucking confident. It didn't matter what he was doing. If yeah. he was, like, fighting for the Intercontinental title. <laughs> Throwing basketballs all over his shoulder, getting in a three-pointer. Fighting Mr. Hughes at a King of the Ring. Mr. Hughes, jeez. Remember him? Yeah. There was, uh... We're probably the only two people that do. <laughs> yeah, he's this big black guy. In a suit. And, and, yeah, a big black guy in a suit. He was managed by Harvey Whippleman. And, uh, he... He like took the Undertaker's urn and he 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 clocked Paul Bearer in the back of the head with it. Yeah. And uh and then and then that that was in a match with the Giant Gonzalez. The Giant Gonzalez was like choking the Undertaker and mm-hmm. then like Paul Bearer was laid out and then like Mr. Hughes he just takes the urn and he beats Undertaker in the back of the head with it and he's like out for like a week or two. He's a big dude. He's a big dude, I don't know what happened to him. It's a big, scary guy. I think he got himself disqualified out of the tournament. I thought he meant from life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were talking about, like, what happened to him. Oh, that, yeah, from life. But <laughs> in the tournament, he got, he got disqualified because he used the urn. What was that, uh, King of the Ring? King of the Ring. Is that the one Mabel won? No. This was the one that Bret Hart won. Oh. And then uh, Jerry Lawler came out and beat the crap out of him during his coronation. I really never took Lawler seriously as a wrestler. In WWE, at least. He's huge in Memphis. Yeah. He's like the Hulk Hogan of Memphis, I guess. So, that, yeah, this huge. <laughs> Alright, so the rest of the Nexus, who else we got? Uh, Darren Young. D. Young, okay. He had a bit of a push when he came out of the closet, and that was about it. They broke, broke, they, out of nowhere, broke up him and Titties, and... Wasn't Titties in the Nexus, too? No. He was on NXT season four. Who was the guy that had the mask on? Uh, to some of the T. Michael Tarver. Yeah. Gone. That was, that was a, that was a really cool gimmick that could have been really marketable and really could have worked. Do you I think s- it was Tarver's fault? I don't know. I, like, I liked what he was doing that. It was sort of a Hannibal Lecter kind of thing and he was, he had the intensity. He didn't really have the in-ring. Mm-hmm. Aspect down as well as some of the rest. Husky Harris also. 
we all know we're wrong. Technically, one person mm-hmm. from the Nexus graduated to Awesome. Bray Wyatt. That's Bray Wyatt. But that wasn't the original Nexus. That's right. It was with Yeah, NXT Season 2. Yeah. Of CM Punk's Nexus. Yeah, with Mason Ryan, who, uh, now on NXT. <laughs> he, he looks weird. He does, right? I think it's because he's, like, smiling all the time. That's weird. I don't like that. Yeah, he needs to stop that shit. Yeah. yeah. Let's get serious for a second. I don't like it. In other parts of the country, like, if you go out in the Midwest and shit, what they call, like, the flyover states, mm-hmm. like, you walk down the street and people smile at each other and... It's really weird. We don't do that. No. I was I was thinking about that the other day. Not the other day, like the actual other day, but it was like a month and a half ago. Okay. So I'm like walking. The other month. Yeah, it's like, in most places, people will be like, oh, hey, how you doing? You know. Mm-hmm. If somebody does that here, it's like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, you trying to rob me? What is this about here? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I owe you something? or? Yeah, wait. It, no, it's unplug the headphones and say, are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> well, with me, I get to press the pause button oh, on whatever. the Bluetooth headset. Because I wear headphones that are Bluetooth. Yeah, you're younger than me, so you're more in touch with technology. That's right. I'm, I'm out of touch. I'm gone. Yeah, doesn't your phone have a rotary on it? Like, you're the only person with a touchscreen phone that has the spinny rotary thing. How'd you get that installed? Magic. Wow, it must take <laughs> you a while to dial a number. Like, when you pull up the phone book, does it, like, go through every number as it's... As it's dialing, I, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go like through a scroll wheel, like uh, your iPod scroll to fucking Apple. Yeah, the technology, man. <laughs> yeah, Michael Farver, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt. Who else was in Nexus? I think that's it. We're missing somebody. Weeks later, we got oh, the dude from South America. Oh, Justin Gabriel. Yeah, wherever he is, that's him. I think that's it. Then with him. And he's... Danny Bryan. Uh, you know why I didn't count him? Because he got fired the first night. Because when he got fired the first night, and he <laughs> wasn't with the group when he came back. He was on his own. Choked out Justin Roberts with his tie. But he I Ben Wadham. him. Yeah. I guess I guess Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan, if you want to be technical. I they, mean, they were Nexus. They do have the most talent, flat out. Obviously. Bray needs to give fucking instructions on how to, how to talk on the mic. Yes, like he, he does. He, he needs to try to teach what he knows. That's hard, though. That's really hard. Like, I can't... I think there's just something you can't teach. And this is going to sound like some wishy-washy bullshit. Mm-hmm. But every single human being on the entire planet has a thing. That, One thing that they're really good at? Yeah, everybody. I have it. You have it. She in the next room has it. Your boss has it. You, you know, that dude that you hate at work mm-hmm. that's always fucking staring at you and picking his nose. The guy who's down the block at the <laughs> corner store charging a million dollars for a freaking can of Red Bull. Not literally a million dollars, but it's way overpriced. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or the douchebag two blocks away who won't sell beer after midnight <laughs> on a Saturday, which is technically Sunday. Blue laws. I'm sorry. I just it just gets my goat. Get your goat. That's right. <laughs> Stupid writing. <laughs> Blue laws. Seriously. Antiquated bullshit. Seriously, it's 2014. Why can't I fucking buy beer whenever I want? I can I can have fucking cigarettes and shit shipped to me from outside the state. 
But yeah, what, what, how about this? You can't sell cigarettes in a pharmacy. How about you stop doing that? Maybe you stop yeah. selling fucking cigarettes. Yeah. You're selling poison in a place that's supposed to make people feel better. Seriously, it's a, it's a house of medicine and you're selling cigarettes. It's just all about the profit. Yeah, man. Don't get me started on capitalism now. Yeah, no. It's the wrong podcast for that. That is the wrong podcast for that. I gotta call into JBL's, JBL's show for that. Oh, speaking of which, I Mm. love that show. If you ever, um, you don't listen to podcasts. No, I don't. Except for when we record ours. Yeah, listen to ours. But uh, I learned a lot about St. Patrick's Day because of JBL and Cole. Yeah. They, they, basically that, uh, I'll just say it, but basically that, uh, St. Patrick's Day was like made as a like, uh, do what you want type of thing because of the whole, uh, you know, the fasting. You're supposed to give up something mm-hmm. or whatever, and that's like supposed to be your one day to go batshit crazy and oh. come back. That's like, it's like the break. Okay. That's why you. So it's get, in the middle of Lent. Yeah, for, that's why people are getting hammered and whatnot on that day. Oh. That's why. See, you are nice, man. Yeah. It's the thing. I actually, I actually was talking about this with a legit Irishman. And he doesn't know. He's like, I don't know. No, he didn't say he doesn't know. He didn't say that. He said that uh, St. Patrick wasn't a Christian, wasn't a saint. They didn't even have Christianity in Ireland at the point. This is in, like, uh, quote-unquote, St. Patrick. He was around 300-something A.D. Yeah. He was a slave. They mentioned that, too. Yeah. And it was no snakes. He didn't drive out any snakes. They said it was like a metaphor yeah, for the like snakes. evil. Exactly. Because, <laughs> you know, the snakes, the serpent, the devil. Yeah. Which, don't, I'm not even going into that. Because <laughs> I have my own theories on that stuff. We have saw a new podcast. Oh, man, that would be great. <laughs> Richard Jarrett's religion chat. <laughs> not even that. It's like, <laughs> chat about stuff that doesn't make sense now. You know who really <laughs> grinds my gears? Oh, wait, they have that already. They do. That's not us. <laughs> I think that's, uh. Peter Griffin. Yeah, family, which lately is not that great. Alright, so. Anyway. Nexus, uh, went that way. Um, Heart Foundation. Ooh. Old school. Heart Foundation. Well, my thoughts on the Heart Foundation. That's Brett the Hitman Heart. Owen Hart. Uh, mind you, I don't know if, what, if there's like an, I know, I know what I know. I don't, I didn't really look back into that, but I know that Anvil Nightheart was in it. Was Bull, was British Bulldog in, uh, our foundation? Yeah. British Bulldog, uh, Nightheart, Owen, Brett. Yeah. Is that them? That's it? Yeah, and Jimmy Hart. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was a cool friggin' team. Um, I always thought that Jim the Anvil Nightheart was overlooked. Because Brett had all the quote-unquote technical wrestling skill, but Jim Neidhart really was a machine in the ring. If you watch him, he like he's a, he's a big dude, and he's mostly power moves, but he's really precise with it. He's clean. He was clean with everything he hit. Like, um, for example, Randy's uh, snap power slam that he does, the, the scoop slam. Yeah. Like, the, the speed at which he does it... And Samoa Joe over in TNA also does it really quick. And, like, their hips are so low to the ground when they do that turn. If they, When their hips are low, that means that their opponent's head is low. If their opponent's head clips the mat when they're doing that, broken neck, instant, yeah. that's it. So, like, you, res- you got to respect the speed at which they do it because they, like, they are good, but guys like Neidhart 
had the precision. He was more, more about the precision of doing it right. And he learned that from Brett. Brett hardly ever uh, hurt anybody in the ring war. I think he maybe never hurt anybody in the ring Yeah. No. Brett had everything. He had all the ability. Mm-hmm. He had the look. Mm-hmm. The dude, obviously, best there is, best there was, and best there ever will be. Absolutely. He, Brett was awesome, but I think... He was the breakout star. Yeah, Brett, Brett was so awesome that Jim Neidhart's awesomeness was always overlooked. Mm-hmm. Just because he was a big guy, not the technical guy, but he was he was damn good for a big guy. Yeah. And um Owen Hart. Owen Hart was a very good high flyer. Um and British Bulldog, Davy Boy. Um I I never really loved in the ring. There there was there was no sort of connection. He didn't seem he the character I couldn't relate to him. Yeah. I mean I, I just I didn't get it. I didn't get it. He was alright, I I guess. Yeah. A little bit before our time, like, there was the British Bulldog. It was him and somebody else, I don't remember. Um, and they actually had a, a, a bulldog coming to the ring, Matilda. I remember. And the that was the best part of the team. The Matilda yeah. dog. Yeah. When you're a kid, there's a dog. Oh, yeah, dogs. Yeah. Dogs are cool. <laughs> but yeah, Jim, Jim Neidhart, the most underrated. Most underrated. Flat out. And, but, but how do you, hmm. I don't remember how they broke up. I think they just, just went their own ways. Well, Brett and Owen were feuding over Owen's jealousy, um, and that tore the family apart. That was a good match at WrestleMania 10. It was a fantastic match. Brother versus brother. Brother. Um, alright, so Hard Foundation, Rockers. Remember the Rockers? I do remember the Rockers. I was watching WWF Superstars when Shawn Michaels super kicked Mario Gennetti and then he was a play glass window. I, except I thought it was real. Yeah. <laughs> I was really horrified. Me too. I like, was like, that's eight gl- or something. That's glass. Yeah. And, and glass hurts. Yeah. When you're a child, you know glass hurts. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, I've gotten cut before. Mm-hmm. I've been bitten by my dog. Mm-hmm. Pain is bad. Pain and is like, bad. when you see movies or like dudes are getting like thrown into windows mm-hmm. and stuff, like Steven Seagal movies, you, you're watching wrestling on Saturday. It's, his friend! Mm-hmm. He's his friend, man! <laughs> I, I, I couldn't see it. I didn't see it coming. I couldn't believe it. I, I, I didn't see it coming either, but, you know, we weren't as smart then as we are now. I miss that. I miss that feeling of, this is real. Mm-hmm. Holy cow, I can't believe that just happened. And, this is cool though. My mom's letting me watch this. Mm-hmm. So obviously she thinks I'm a big boy and I can handle this. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to freak out openly. I'm a little upset about this. A little upset that just this happened. I think, Why did he do this? Why did he do this to Marty? I like Marty Kennedy. <laughs> and I, I think that's it. I think that's why I hated our Shawn Michaels all those years. Because you liked Marty. Because I liked Marty Jannetty, and I really felt personally offended that he would do that to his friend. For all intents and purposes, my child mind was like, these guys are best friends. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. That's wrong. Okay, I didn't have friends when I was a kid, but I'm pretty sure if I were to do that to my brother, that wouldn't be very nice. Not and that just, that stuck with me. Like, what a scumbag. Like, for all I know, Marty Jannetty could have been a dick. I don't know. Yeah. But I thought these guys were friends, man. The way it was, like, what do you mean holding me back? You guys are, this isn't happening right now. Our team. Why would you, you can't, why would you break up the, I liked you guys, what? 
Does this mean there's no team? You guys are gonna make mm-hmm. up next week, right? No? <laughs> Why? Why is this happening? But next week came out the earrings. He's coming back, he's got, he's got the, the, the woman, which I'm like, confused about. Like, I don't understand what's happening here. Like, why is she there? Like, is, what's happening here? What's, what's then, then the heart mirror and... Yeah, he just got all weird. I'm like, I don't like you, dude. You should never did that. You turned on your friend. Yeah. You know? That, that was my feeling on it. And in the barbershop of all places. Yeah. A, a, a sanctuary mm-hmm. uh, for men. That's okay, right. where we go, we, we get our hair cut. I don't cut my hair. We get a shave <laughs> and... and, and well, I don't shave you. <laughs> I know what you mean. The point is, <laughs> when I was a kid, I liked going to the barbershop. Okay. I liked the smells of the, the, it was nice. It was a cool barbershop when I was a kid. They always smell nice. It's the yeah. shaving cream, I think. It's the shaving cream, and sometimes, um. That's how they soak the comb in. Yeah. And there's this, 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 this aftershave, this lat, this, this stuff that they put on me. Mm-hmm. When are you gonna shave me? When you're a kid. Now, like now, <laughs> back then it was the stuff that the the liquid, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and, and uh, the smell, the type of shaving cream they had back then, which was kind of. I went to a barber shop in July. You did? Yeah, to this the wedding. I wanted to get it cleaned up a bit, and one of my other best man, beside you, yeah, uh, told me to go get it done professionally, so I don't have to do it myself and do it real clean and everything. They and do it good, dude. It's all pampering, and I'm like, I did, I did the whole, they did, he did the, the hot towel on the face. And I love the hot he towel. He did the straight razor and everything, and I'm like, no, I, I don't like getting touched by a dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, uh, I'm, it's not. Dude, no one likes being touched by a dude. This includes women. I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, how we survive as species, uh, personally. But, uh, I think it goes back to the hunter-gatherer thing that we are. It just oh happened. Uh, but I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, right. we're off the, we're off the rails here. But the rails, you, we had to have started <laughs> on rails in order to get off them. We, we tried to You had to hear else. us. We're sitting here for like 20 minutes before we started recording. Like, how we start? How do we start? <laughs> what do we do here? What are we, what are we doing? Alright. Alright, so. That's behind the scenes shit. <laughs> Say that for the DVD. That's right, the DVD coming out never. Okay, so. <laughs> um, alright, so we, that's Rockers, Nexus, Hard Foundation. We mentioned them earlier, Nation of Domination. Um, yeah, The Rock. Obviously. Yeah. Off to making millions of dollars. And millions. That's right. Uh, Farouk. Damn. Damn. Hall of Famer. Well, Ron, Ronson's a legend. Flat out. First ever, uh, African American heavyweight champion. NWA. Uh huh. NWA, yeah. Um, so he didn't even need that. Like, that was a good platform for him. Mm-hmm. But, um. I mean, he, he elevated everybody, essentially. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, he went on to do Acolytes with, uh, JBL, mm-hmm. which... Justin Hawk Ratch. That's where he ended his run. Mm-hmm. Um, d Brown, mm-hmm. I don't know. I already was in TNA. He's a road agent there now. Oh, he's a road agent but there. But, dude, he, like, he wrestled last year. He hasn't lost a step either. He could still go. He, he still looks like it's freaking, like, 97. It's funny that you mentioned that. I remember his return. Like, mm-hmm. he came back to WWE a while ago. Yeah. And we were saying the same thing. Yep. Like, wow, mm-hmm. he's really good. Like, he hasn't lost a beat. Yeah. There's just something it's about awesome. this guy. He's a natural ability. Mm-hmm. 
I guess it just, his personality wasn't very profitable, I guess. I liked his personality. I thought it was cool. He, yeah, that, with that neck thing. That head thing the, I can't, that I can't do. But the, yeah. If you I'm making that this, face. If you could see this. If you <laughs> can see how silly this is. I'm doing the D-Lo Brown. Just imagine the D-Lo Brown, but like a skinny Puerto Rican kid doing it. This is really weird. Yeah, the, the eyes bulging, the yeah, face that he does. Yeah. Uh, Mark Henry, world's yeah. strongest man, still around. Still around. That that fake retirement thing was awesome. Yeah, me. Yeah, me. He cried, dude. He cried. He cried. I couldn't. And he he invoked his kid's name. Yeah. So usually in the world of wrestling, yeah, that stuff happens. That's big. You know, this he's impressive. But we were talking about the evolution of the game. Yeah. This guy, mm. Mark Henry, for, yeah. for like two weeks there, I was a Mark Henry fan. And then I just stopped caring about him again because he sucks. Yeah, now he just gets destroyed by Brock Lesnar every time he comes back. <laughs> I love that. So, <laughs> it's kind of like the joke with, uh, if you watch the T Simpsons, there's a classic gag where, uh, Sideshow Bob steps on a rake and it hits him in the face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so, so Brock Lesnar is, uh, Mark Henry's rake. Yeah. Every time he comes out to the ring, he just... Rake. He just gets raked in the face. <laughs> Alright, so Mark Henry... There was uh, um, also... uh, You remember when, um, just after the invasion, uh, Sean Stasiak? He's, yeah. Planet Stasiak. He was actually hurt. But to keep him on TV, they'd have him literally run into interview segments and then just get sidestepped and he just runs into a wall. Yeah. Every time. All the Every time. time. <laughs> I'm surprised you have, like, head, like, brain damage. Well, what the hell is he doing now? It's true. They can't, they can't do that now. Yeah. Know, concussions are real now. Chris Nowinski would wag his finger. Wag the finger. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is a lethal weapon. I had to wag the finger at a certain somebody next door. Really? I had to lay down the law. Oh boy. I wagged that finger so hard. Well, you tell me that later. Yeah. But, uh, I don't like to raise my finger in anger. <laughs> but when I do, I do. Alright, so, uh, what else do we got? Um, Godfather. Mm-hmm. Kama Ustafa. Kama Ustafa. Papa Shango. He was scary, though. He was scary. Papa Shango? Yeah. After Papa Shango, though. Papa Shango freaked me out. Yeah. Because I thought he could induce vomiting. Yeah, I remember I really that. thought he had magic powers, and he made green shit rain down from the lawyer's forehead during an interview. That shit scared me. Flat out. That shit scared me. Dude, I was like, I don't know. Is this happening? Is this, is it, was, it was like, I, I kind of knew about blood capsules, but vomit capsules? No, no one That's makes vomit capsules. He really threw up. Yeah. And he's I saw him in Yeah. I think this is after he beaten, this is after he beaten Hogan and had both belts, right? Yeah. So it's like, this guy's, a, and this guy's doing this to him? Yeah. Well, you know, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Now scary. he's just pimping hoes. Is he for really a pimp though? He has a business. I don't know what it is, because I never looked it up. So he might not be pimping, and he might be pimping. Yeah. Pimping ain't easy. Are we missing anybody from Nation Domination? Tilo, Mark Henry, Farouk, Dwayne. Sabio Vega? Was he in the Nation? Briefly? Eh, who cares about him, though? Yeah, fuck Sabio. I don't care about him. I I never gave a shit about Sabio Vega. Yeah. Open that up. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out on my, uh, device. Wherever it is. There it is. Owen Hart! 
Owen Hart was co-leader of the Nation of Domination in 98. Wow. I blocked All right, this is weird, dude. It says here, Farouk was there from 96 to 98 Mm -hmm. as leader. And then The Rock was leader in 98. I remember that. Owen Hart was co-leader. It says here, Crush. I don't remember that. Savio Vega, D'Lo Brown, J.C. Ice. You gotta look him up. Yeah, I'm gonna check him out. I got... Wolfie D? What is this? Is this real? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently Clarence Mason was a manager. Let's see what this notation is. It says number one on here. So it might mean something. Maybe they tried to bring it back one time. Oh, okay. The, oh, Ahmed Johnson. Well, oh, yeah. And he wanted out of it. And wasn't there a thing between him and Farouk to get out of the nation of domination? He has ass beat. I remember that. He's a, he's a burly dude. Yeah, yeah, apparently, uh, at the Royal Rumble 97, the nation assisted Farouk during his match with Ahmed Johnson, and Farouk lost by disqualification after Crush interfered and attacked Johnson. So apparently they were in the nation. Ha 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 ha. Well, the June 16th edition of Raw, Farouk promised that he would deliver a bigger, badder, better, and blacker version of the nation. <laughs> and they got that with Crush. I wonder if that's like... Oh, that's what happened. They got them out. He fired Crush, Mason, and Savio Vega, retaining only Brown, which led to the induction of Kama Mustafa and Ahmed Johnson um, into the group after okay. Johnson turned on The Undertaker during a tag team match. So it was the nation domination like the... like. Original nation, and like they became the black nation, was that it? I guess so, yeah. Cause the only nation I remember is, is uh, with uh. NOD. Nation of Domination. Yeah. That's very interesting. Well anyway, that's that with them. Crush wasn't a really memorable character until he was in uh, Demolition. Well, that was first. Demolition was first. Nope. Are you sure? He was Kona's crush first. No, remember? man. Are you sure? Yes. Axe, Smash, and Crush uh-huh. were in um, uh, Demolition. And he came back as the Kona crush. They had broken up. Because you had Repo Man, who was also in Demolition at one point. I'm yeah, that was uh, Axe, I think. Well, see, the reason we have to fact check is because, like, this stuff is old knowledge mm-hmm. that we haven't really, like, Touched on. It was funny because I was going, you know, maybe I should, you know, I was actually doing work, like looking up shit, and instead of checking shit out, if you see here, look, I crossed out demolition on my yeah, list because yeah, I didn't remember what happened to them. Mm-hmm. But um, Mr. Fuji was their manager at one point, apparently. Demolition. Yeah, that's what it says here. Okay, the original members of Axe and Smash is the original is Axe and Smash. Yeah. And former members, there's an original Smash, and then there's Crush. Yeah, there were two Smashes, I remember that. Okay, so, see here, it says, In the early 1990s, the World Wrestling Federation made up of Axe, which was Bill Eadie, mm-hmm. and Smash, this Smash was Barry Darso. Yeah. And later Crush, Brian Adams. Mm-hmm. They were three-time tag team champions. Let me look up Crush, because that's the problem we're having. Because you thought... I think we got the timeline mixed up. 
Because I think it's after. after. Mm-hmm. I think it's after. No, I thought he did Crush, and then... No, he came... segued him in. I, no, because I think... There you go. Brian Adams. Yeah, said there's ring names and put it in order. Brian Adams, Crush, Demolition Crush, Kona Crush. Mm. He was the American Ninja, the Demon. He was the Demon. Remember the Demon? Mm. He was in. Um, I remember reading about the Demon. He was like a Kiss guy, like he was yeah. like him, and the Midnight Soldier. Well, no, the Demon was that was WCW. Yeah. Mm. Yep, he was crushed first, and then that was later. Uh, the Kona Crush. Like his, uh, repackaging, I guess. He was the original tag team called The Wrecking Crew. But anyway, my, uh, my stupidity aside and not checking <laughs> shit out before. Nah, you never know what's gonna come up. But, uh, yeah, that's Demolition, folks. Oh, we talked about, um, shit. Ethan Carter, the third. Oh, wait a second. Demolition. I know one of them became Repo Man. I did. Barry Darso. Okay, he became Repo Man. And- uh, who's, who became Chronic? That was Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Right? And Brian Clark, who Brian was, Clark. uh, Adam Baum. Adam Baum, that's right. Also married, managed by, uh, eventual women's champion Harvey Wilkins. Yo, Adam Baum was a scary dude. He had those goggles on, yeah. and he was a giant man. He was big. Like, ridiculous. A great character. I wonder what happened to him. Was it Royce? I don't know. It was probably some, some chronic kind of drugs. Yeah. They use a huge dude. Larger than life. And that was a good team. Good yeah, just they were a great team. People. And then they brought him in WWE and jobbed the hell out of them to take her a king. Yeah. But I, I can understand why they got hired because that, was, that wasn't a good match. That just wasn't a good match. Are we counting the Ministry of Darkness as uh, stable or no? They're stable. Are we going to count? Okay. We can do... Uh, Undertaker Yeah, is always... He's a constant, so Ugh. don't even need to mention him. Acolytes mm-hmm. became the APA, yeah. which was great. Acolyte Protection Agency. Mm-hmm. We're like always playing cards, smoking cigars, mm-hmm. always pounding ass. Yeah, and of course that's you know always pounding ass. That's a whole another thing. Yeah, I <laughs> you know. Um, then they did the corporate ministry. It was a corporation. All right, look, there's yeah. so many groups. I'm not even going to go into them, but I think we we covered good ground on where these guys went, like the different teams. And, like, basically the point is, is anything can happen for these guys. And I think the Shield is going to do way better than these examples. Uh, another example is Legacy. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Legacy. Uh... Cody became a uh, tag champ with his brother, which was life t- lifelong dream, at least for his brother. That's right. And then uh, Ted DiBiase quit. Yeah, he uh, went and uh, came in the DiBiase costume. He took his ball and he went home. It's and not his fault. Every now and then it's like, hey, wasn't wasn't there a guy named Ted here? Yeah, an ordinance. Yeah. Which was from Evolution. Evolution, another great Evolution, faction. one of the best. Yeah. Everyone there, world champion. Uh yeah, Dave. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Sucks. I liked him. We liked him, man. And then Briefly. Like, this... like yeah, what? when he was when he was not talking. I liked him as Deacon Batista. That was great. Where he had like the, the chain on his neck and yeah. he was carrying the 
thing for uh Devon. Oh, I remember, I remember when, when he was in OVW as Leviathan. Yeah, I heard he was pretty sick. Like I saw um one of those WWE videos on Netflix. They had it about mm-hmm. him, and he had like contacts. And yeah, looked really scary. Mm-hmm. Orton, we all know the story with him. Shitting in his handbag. Shitting in the- <laughs> Yeah, I love that story. Hey, if you'd get away with it, you'd get away with it. Um, and yeah, DX, you know, it's one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. You know, with the exception of Road Dog and Billy Gunn just not going out gracefully. They just refuse to go away. Yeah, I, I think I respect Sean Waltman more than those two now. Yeah. Yo, did you hear about the time Sean Waltman, like, broke his balls? No, it was his ass. He, oh, he, he uh, broke his ass. Yeah, he, he... He tried to, like, Bronco bust somebody? He was going for a Bronco buster, and the guy moved out of the way, which was planned, of course. But, me, I think the turnbuckle pad wasn't placed properly, and it ripped his fucking anus. Oh. I got the X, the yeah. X stands oh, up. I made yeah. an X with Dude, my I'm, forearms. I'm <laughs> I don't even uh, want to talk about that, about that anymore. That's, that's just... I washed my hands with that. No. Oh, Yeesh. God. <sighs> Downright viciousness. <laughs> the <laughs> What I think you might confuse that with is when um Tommy Dreamer had uh, ruptured his testicle. Oh, yeah. I was watching a match with him versus the Tasmaniac. Yeah. And he had the the suspenders and the pants. His <laughs> silly bitch. He saw this as a Guido. Yeah, you did a good job with that. And he lost that match. He, he's Italian, so. Yeah, that was. I'm Italian, I can tell you the shit. That's right. Um, NWO. Which one? The real one. The, the, the one original. The original. Yes, they were awesome. That group was great. I will give Vince Russo credit for that. <sighs> yeah, turning Hogan. Who would have saw that? I couldn't believe it. You know, because this guy is a good guy all the time. This Hulk Hogan, dude. We grew up with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So now, let's uh just toss some shit out of the window right now. See okay. If, see if this sticks. Turning Hogan never saw it coming. And never would have predicted it. We can't see Cena as a heel right now. Because he is... But he keeps telling us we can't see him. So how are we supposed to? So... Do you, uh, uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, I see what you did there. But, um, can, can like, can they turn Cena? Could it, would it, could it work? You know what, I'd do it. I mean, yeah. WrestleMania 30. What would you do? Okay. okay. Tell me. Alright, we'll do this. Alright, so Triple H doesn't go over Brian. Who okay. loses? Uh, Danny Bryan's in the main event. Triple threat match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple threat match, there's no DQ. That's right. That's so, important to note. you're going to see a bunch of attempts at interference. Mm-hmm. You're going to see Kane trying to go out there, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what happens. Maybe the New, York, New Age Outlaws try to stop it. Old Age Outlaws. Old Age Outlaws. Cena comes out, mm-hmm. and he helps out. He gets rid of them, and he's watching, mm-hmm. and he's, you know, just cheering on, you know, Daniel Bryan, you know. He's there to protect him, watch his back, because mm-hmm. that's the kind of guy he is. He's cheerleading, doing the S. Yeah, the doing, you know, like, that John Cena's been... doing John Cena. Yeah. He's being John Cena. Super face. He, 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 he beat Bray Wyatt that mm-hmm. night, and he's helping out. So, all of a sudden, fight's going, you know, maybe Batista's like groggy, he's mm-hmm. out. So, 
He's about, he hits the knees on Randy Orton. Yep. Goes for the cover. Cena yanks the leg. Oh. Cena yanks the leg. Yanks Daniel Bryan right out the ring. Hits the AA. Mm. Turns around. Walks out. What's the motive? He's jealous that, uh, T. Bry's a bigger face than him? No. He's doing what's best for business. He's a company man. Company man. He lives and breathes and bleeds for that company. You know what? Because of the fact that that is true, they really could make that a workable angle. They could. And you know what? No one's gonna see it. I wouldn't see it. Well, I think I would technically now, but. Oh, yeah. I guess like so. if, I guess what I wanna say is like younger, eight year old B, you know, the, mm-hmm. the little kid, actually a lot younger than that, a little bit younger than that, saw Janetti and HBK. Mm-hmm. Wait, what, did he just, why would he do that? <laughs> hustle, loyalty, respect. Why would John see, no, John, no! <laughs> say it is so, why? Oh yeah, Batista wants a match, by the way. Dave wins. Dave wins the match because what would make you hate Cena more? The fact that Orton retains, or the fact that Bautista is the world champion? You'd be pissed. That's bad. Yeah, I mean it's a possibility. Anything can happen. I mean it won't happen, but that's how I would do it. I don't. I'm not positive about the Bautista winning part, but that could definitely, that could definitely work. I almost am not sure. What I'd rather see, Daniel Bryan win, or that happen. As yeah, toss-up, man, because that could change everything. It would change everything. That would change everything, because that would make Cena the biggest heel. Yeah, because flat out. Everyone who's a fan of Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. wants that, wants him to win. They want him to be the champion. But to have... John Cena, a guy who was sick of seeing in the main event, anywhere near, if he even peeks his head out in the, from the gorilla <laughs> position, people start booing the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. It's John Cena, boo! That would just set a precedent. That would make Daniel Bryan the number one face. The undisputed face. He'd technically be the face, you know. But I don't know if they do that because John Cena is granted like 400 mega wishes. Yeah. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. He can still do that. Cause it's, it's storyline. Yeah, but little Randy kids. Randy Orton grants wishes. But you, you just said little kids don't know. Yeah, they don't. That's true. I think, I don't, I think they'll still want to hang out with him. And plus Randy Orton sees kids too. And we all know how much of a scumbag he is. He yeah. knows he is. You know? <laughs> he doesn't mind it. That's why he doesn't like being a face. It's harder for him. That's why it's so painful to watch. His interest, his interest theme should be the asshole song. I'm an asshole. Leo, Leo. <laughs> That'd be great. Fuck, fuck the voices. He's an asshole. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't hear voices. He smells assholes. That's why he's so uh. mad. <laughs> he's so mad because his nose only has a slight asshole in it. Oh, my remote gravity. Yeah, that could work. That could work. I think I, I think I want that to happen. You do? You do, you want that to happen more than Daniel Bryan? I don't know. Winning the championship? I mean, I'm, I'm still, my prediction is still going to be Daniel Bryan is going to win the belt. I just see. I don't know, I don't know who he's pinning. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to yeah. say who he's pinning. But. I just see people throwing shit in the ring. Just like when Hogan turned. Oh man. That would be fantastic. I want it to happen. <laughs> By the way, if it does happen, 
You heard it here <laughs> first. That's right. <laughs> On episode four of the Richard Jair Ep- podcast. Episode four it. recorded March 22nd. That's right. So it's uh, a date stamp. Just remember, you heard it here. That's right. Um, that would be. I, I I think I do think that would be really cool. It would. Did be. Did you just come up with that? Like, yeah, on spot. Yeah. Fucking hey, man. I have an imagination, mostly because I spend my time running away from reality. So <laughs> <laughs> this is why we got to do that contest. Yeah, you think we should do that? But I don't know about prizes. I really don't want to part with that cookie. Like, what if that's. What if that cookie could have been the last cookie? We'll figure something out. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Within a month after WrestleMania, we'll by by that point we'll figure out what we're doing. Maybe we'll have ours written, and we'll that we'll def- definitively announce the contest. How about that? We could do that, and I have an idea for a prize. The winner mm-hmm. will be guaranteed a shout out of the podcast. At a time of their choosing. Cool. There you go. Okay. You get a shout out. And, and, uh, Twitter follow? How about that? Sure. We'll, we'll, we'll follow you on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, whatever. I don't know a lot about the Twitter, but I hear it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, there are things. These young kids and the tweets. Tweets. I tweet. I'm, I'm starting to learn. I'm learning right. it. I'm Sorry. a little bit. Um, so. Yeah, it'd be great if that would happen with Cena. It would make sense. But, uh, I, I just don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they do because I just don't think, I don't think they're brave enough. I think the money that he pulls in on merch is insane. insane. I mean, I just don't think it's going to stop the merch sales. Do you think he gets paid for Make a Wish? I don't think he gets paid for it. That's cool. I, I, yeah, I think if I found out he got paid for it, you know. But he, the kid, the guy makes himself available. He busts his ass. Yeah. He busts his ass for the company. Dude, uh, he, he was a fan and, you know, he, he came up and he did his thing. He, so, and he loves his fans. He does. He doesn't have to be king. There's only one king. Yeah. You know, it's Triple H. You know, Triple H is a success story of his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like seeing it in the ring, but in every other aspect, I mean, his work ethic is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show, John Cena. He's <laughs> friend of the show. No, seriously. Yeah, because I think at least once an episode, we talk about how good of a guy John Cena is. It's true. Because it's true. Yeah. It sucks that we can't hate him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that is true. Uh, and a lot of guys are like that kind of. You, you just don't know. You just don't mm-hmm. hear, you know, from them. But, yeah. You got anything you want to cover? No. <laughs> you think Triple H is spending too much time on the internet? Hmm. I think he pays attention. I don't know. What makes you say that? Well, I only say that because when he, that whole, like, using words like hijack, like the hijack raw thing, like, they just put that in, mm-hmm. you know, and then they did the yes thing, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like he's just paying attention. And like, so, and but is that him or the writers? Maybe it is the writers. Maybe it, I, that's the thing. I don't know. But the way it, it, it is, it looks like it's him paying attention to it, and uh, just just certain things that that he's doing, like like taking little jabs. Like he knows that we know things. Mm-hmm. Like we know that Batista doesn't belong in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, he knows that we don't think that. He knows that we we're mad about it, and he doesn't care. And that's why Batista's like. 
Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. You boo me. I'll boo you back. He didn't do it yet. (laughs) If he were to just do that, if he just like, no, boo. You boo to you. You can't wrestle. No, no, you, you can't wrestle. Why, why, you know, come on, man, that's easy. This is why Orton's better than you. Because he's doing these things. Like that, remember he did the, the DDT off the top rope, his, his, like, yeah. and he's like, that's not the same old thing, that's, that's new! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Randy's great. I love Randy's interaction with the crowd. Yeah, he used to keep doing that. He, he really does. Randy, buddy, friend of the show, please. Keep doing that. Keep up with the crowd interaction. Keep yelling back at us. We like it. Yell at me! Yell at me! Yeah, he also wants you to spit at his face. No. And tell him he's um, dude, No, dude, <laughs> I am not on the level of Harley Race. Right? <laughs> I spit in the face of people who try to be cool. What was it? People who try to be cool, is that it? But people who don't know how to be cool. Something like that. Yeah, I heard that his, his pops got, uh, inducted. He's getting inducted, inducted because mm-hmm. of the, they want to buy the library. They want to buy business for the network. Which is interesting. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't remember Carlos Colon at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, <laughs> I only know Carlito. Yeah. Is his son. Yeah. And his last name mom. is Colon. Mm-hmm. So. And Carlito means little Carlos. That's right. It means his brother. Who's primo, which primo means cousin in Spanish. So That's not the first. Primero is first. Mm-hmm. Primo was like your cousin. Primo's and cousin. prima is your female cousin. Hmm. Ah. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Whatever. The um, Yeah. Um, what do you think? Is that it for the inductions? You think anybody else is gonna? They might have one more. It's, it's, a, it's a good amount already. They already announced a celebrity. I think they should induct, um, now I gotta try to remember people that are not in the Hall of Fame. They should, like, induct a French guy. Like one of them. Rene like, Dupree? Yeah, like they should induct <laughs> Rene Dupree. <laughs> Sylvain because Rene. they're, because they're in New Orleans. And I think that has to do with French people. No, if that case, then, then Rob Conway, the French sympathizer. Yeah, I don't care. Somebody. Get, Robert get, Conway. What about the Quebecer? Uh, uh, what's his name? Well, that, that's Canada. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> Alright. Whose induction speech are you more looking forward to? Warrior or Jake? Warrior. Interesting. Warrior because he's crazy. And he's not just crazy. He's intellectually crazy. Mm-hmm. So... He's gonna start some, he's gonna say some stuff, man. Okay. And they already said that he, they told him he could say what he wants. Did they? Yeah. Oh that's boy. what, that's the word on the street. Did they say the same for Jake? I think they're gonna try to keep it as brief as possible with him. Really? I mean, they limit him? he can form sentences, I guess. Cause, cause my, my answer is Jake. Really? I would love to see Jake's induction speech. I don't want, I don't care. I think, I think, I I think like if him. anything, Jake will, Jake, Jake will, Thank and thank and thank and thank. And then he'll rip into people. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I think he's too nice. He, he's a really nice guy, but, but he's got, Isn't he's he got in dirt. touch with the Lord and stuff like that now. Yeah, but still. Remember? What's your Psalms? Hey, <laughs> John 316. Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. Yeah. So I don't know, man. 
Maybe yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to Jade. Alright. Like, I, cause, I always, like, I, I listen to Warriors promos, uh, like, I'm like, five, six, seven, But you can't understand like, it. Exactly, like, what are you saying? I thought it was actually cool. Like, I didn't want to feel like I wasn't smart enough to mm-hmm. understand. I was like, yeah! What's the warrior? Blood of the warrior! And I will run right through you! Hulk Hogan! Uh, like, I think... <laughs> I don't know, I, I equate Warriors old promos to when Charlie Sheen was on drugs and doing those videos. Warriors on Charlie Sheen? Yeah, he's, well, when he was Charlie Sheen as opposed to Carlos Estevez. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, he just went off on shit, talking about Tiger's blood and talking about the, all the Warriors and one, all the Warriors inside of me on my Castles on my arms and my face pain. No, those aren't Hogan. Those are tourniquets. <laughs> no, I think he shot the steroids into his butt. Whatever. <laughs> Pull the pole on off right into his ass. Oh man! Now, now because of this, I'm gonna go look up Ultimate Warrior promos and just put them up. Jeez, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> nah, I'm, I, I, I think. I personally am gonna like Jake's um induction speech more. Alright. I guess we'll see. I guess it'll, it remains to be seen. I'm building up my predictions list okay. for Mania, so maybe next week we'll cover that. Well do we do we uh I actually wanna do that the week of. Yeah, we'll do that the week we'll of. Do that the week of like like that week the week of we're all we'll just do predictions. So next week. Like maybe like a, a five minute cover of shit that happened, how they're leading up. Yeah, we can do that. Like they do. But better. But the Richard Jarraway. That's right. All the way. All day. Sorry, Josh Matthews. We can curse. Yeah, we can fucking curse. You know who I saw on ESPN last night? Daniel Bryan. Todd Grisham. Todd Grisham? I didn't know he was gone from WWE. I just thought he was not not around. Yeah. (laughs) He was chilling with JTG and catering. Now he's chilling with Coach. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Todd Grisham. I think that about covers it for this week. <laughs> Alright. Uh, my name is Jerry. Uh, I am the Jer, at the Jer show on Twitter. That's the, and then Jer, <laughs> J-E-R show. Kind of like the big show, but Jer, but not like I think I'm the big show. It's kind of like my life is a show. So it's the Jer Show. And then we have <laughs> At Rich the Riz. That's right, at Rich the Riz, because almost a blatant ripoff of Mike the Miz, but you know, Riz is like my last name kinda, just like Miz is like Mike Mizanin's last name kinda. So And then of course the official the official Twitter of this show. Of this show is R N J Cast. That's right. At RNJ Cast on okay. Twitter. And of course our Facebook is Rich and Jerry's Wrestle Chat. If you don't like it, you should like it now. Mm-hmm. Um uh I'm gonna be on the site more. Um I do a lot of throwback videos. Well not a lot, like once a day I'll do uh today in wrestling history. Mm-hmm. So uh you can stay tuned to that. Uh, working on some cool things, uh, looking for a new, 
Uh, we're going to do a new uh, cover photo. Uh, you know, it's going to be a, a semi-professional-ish looking page. Cool. So, uh, thanks for a big, big, huge shout out to my actual brother in blood, uh, David, who is a proud father to a bouncing baby boy. So, congratulations to you and, uh, good luck out there. Protecting our country. Congrats, David. Good shit. Also, of course, I will be posting live every Monday. Well, this Monday will be at Raw, so maybe not this Monday. But generally every Monday, I post live on Twitter and on our Facebook. So follow that if you want to interact and comment and shit. And we will talk to you later. All right. Until next time, same Facebook page. Somewhat same Twitter handles. <laughs> We're out. Yeah.